Ladies and gentlemen, we're back again with another episode of Malam Go. My wife calls it Malam Go Push. <laughs> I don't know where she got the push from. Uh, but yeah, the Malam Go podcast, we're back again. For those of you that like to see us on YouTube, make sure you always share the videos, like, subscribe to the Betway page. And uh, of course, tell a friend to tell a friend. All right, we're back again. Afcon is into the run of 16. Ghana is not part of the countries in the run of 16. We'll look at the run of 16 fixtures. The Ghana conversation is another one. And because of that, today on the show, I have a very special guest. <laughs> <laughs> I miss you guys. <laughs> The regulars are here. Sicho is there. Yeah. I choose the house. Oh, and our guest of honor. You see, the fact of the matter is when they are coming, they don't call me. <laughs> <laughs> they call you for other things. Yes. For this one, they don't oh, call me. Numo <laughs> said, ah, my friend. That thing you have been recording now. I have something to say. <laughs> <laughs> when are you doing the next one? He said, Numo, you don't get a problem. Ade. Welcome well, to the show. Always welcome. Ade. Welcome now to the show. Now good. Yeah. Yeah. Numo, round of 16 is here. We are not part. It was bound to happen. No two ways about There was no way. <laughs> Prophet. Now, you have been very close to me. I mean, yeah. you are like my junior brother. You predicted brother. it, huh? I predicted it. Mm. And there were times where people referred to me as being a doom, say, uh, am I not Ghanaian? I said, no. You know me, I don't support the wrong. <laughs> if it's wrong, it's wrong. Yes. It's a typical of people in this country. When somebody does the wrong thing, instead of we to look the person in the eye and point it out, that you are wrong. We like to hide. You will hide, then all of a sudden from nowhere, and yes, she let's support the wrong. Uh, you're I, from don't, Manya, you're from, I don't do that. If it's wrong, it's wrong. My good Both friend. hands are full. That is, you see, look, if you are godly and you believe in his values, when it's wrong, it it's is wrong. wrong. We'll talk about the blasters no more. Um, but guys, let's talk about the run of 16 fixtures. Very important conversations to be had. And listen, uh, go through the fixtures and we'll go through them one by one. But cracking matches in there, matchups in there. And there are two big games on paper at least. But there are even some matches that are much bigger uh, off the paper. <laughs> I don't know if this is the right thing to say. But let's go to the fixtures. First one Saturday, starting us off, Nigeria against Cameroon. And apparently, the man that has been cooking in the laboratory... <laughs> It's back, Vincent Abubakar. Yeah, 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 yeah. Chairman, yeah. did you? Yeah, bro, what a cracking game! Listen, it's it's uh, it's gonna be a very good one, and I like to tell people that in competitions or in tournaments, there are two tournaments in one in one tournament or two mini tournaments in one tournament. So the first tournament is the group stages, mm. and the the second mini tournament is the knockout phase. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that the football in the groups phase can be very different from what you see in the knockout stage. Mm -hmm. So don't for one second think that the teams you saw excel in the group stages are necessarily going to be the ones that are going to do well in the knockout stage. Because are you shading Senegal? No, no, they would be careful. Senegal would have to be very careful. Okay, teams we'll get like, to them in a yeah, bit. Yeah, we'll get to them. But what I'm saying is, Cameroon didn't have the best of group stages. True. But now they are through. 
and they would have had three games to learn their weaknesses. They would have had the 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 fear of getting knocked out, and sometimes that could be the motivating factor for you not to slack. And we they will go into that game not being favorite. Obviously, Nigeria will look slightly more favorite to go through than 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 Cameroon based on how Nigeria qualified, the points they had, and what have you. But this is the point. Nigeria have shown that they don't have to play the beautiful football to create chances. Last time when they were here in the group stages, they were the best team on the eye in the group phase. Yeah. But they got knocked out in the last 16. In, in, in the last time when they were here in 2021, they were creating chances and they were taking them. This time, Nigeria have accepted the problem they have. The problem Nigeria have got is that their midfield didn't look strong. So what the team does is not to play the unnecessarily expansive football that exposes the weakness they've got in the middle of the park. Again, defensive problems, they had it. So when they were playing against Cote d'Ivoire, you realize that when Yusuf Mohamed was injured, they went to play the three-back, put in another center-back. Mm-hmm. And then in the middle of the park, put Sanusi and also pushed Ola Aina to make it virtually four. At times, when they were under pressure, defended in five. And Nigeria have not necessarily used that system throughout the three games. What they've shown this time is that they can be adaptable. So therefore, situation. so therefore, they will so, beat Cameroon or what? No, no, I'm not saying that. So I'm saying that Nigeria have also got what it's... Unlike last time, in 2021, they were very predictable after the first three games. Yeah. Yeah. We knew how they would play. We knew the patterns. We knew the combinations. But in the first three games of this tournament, you can't predict Nigeria. What you, you don't know, know is, what you're getting from them. Absolutely. And what, mm. but what you know is they will create the chances. They've not been taking them so far, but don't bet against them start, starting to take them in the mm. knockout phase. But for Cameroon, as I've already said, they've not looked good. But they have a second opportunity of doing this. But this is competition and this is tournament football where extra time will count, penalties will count, nerves will matter, and what have you. So it's difficult to predict who is going to go through even though Cameroon have not looked good. I back Nigeria to slightly get over them, but I won't be surprised if Cameroon, in the, in, in the face of adversity, get past Nigeria because they've done something before. Uh, me, you, you said plenty. <laughs> I think Cameroon will knock Nigeria out. Based on, based on what? You think or you hope? Uh, it's not hope. I just feel like it, Nigeria... Nah. I, I, on, on the face of what we've witnessed, yeah. you are tempted to say Nigeria will knock them out. Yes. But if there's anything in the AFCON that Nigeria never wants to come across... It's, it's Cameroon. That's what I've just said. And I think that mentally will play into the hands of Cameroon. Yes. Because Rigo Besson is one of those who was there when they went all the way to Sulileri at the time. In Nigeria. When we co-hosted the tournament with them. In 2000. In 2000. And they had the likes of J.J. Okocha, Finindi George, and Victor Mpigba and all those people. And Cameroon at the time had Samuel Etofese and all those big names. Boma and and Co. And that, in my view, was one of the best finals I've ever witnessed. Oh, yes. they come. Yeah, they were playing well at the time. But again, for them to have done that to Nigeria at that soon, on home soil, when they, I think they came back from a 2-0 yeah. uh, deficit. And when JJ Okocha scored that goal, he looked in the sky, pointed at Suli Liri, the turf, and told everybody in the world that on this ground, nobody will survive here. They are not losing. Eventually, Rigo Besson was the one who slotted in that final penalty yeah. for Cameroon to win the cup. And Nigeria has always not been that good against Cameroon. 
most often than not, anytime they meet Cameroon in a major tournament like the AFCON, Cameroon tend to beat them. They also beat them in 2019. 2019. 2019, exactly. Nigeria won that game. No, Nigeria beat Cameroon. Yes. But if you cross-check, when it matters most, Cameroon tend to have that psychological edge. One thing that you really need to respect Cameroon for is their mental toughness. Yeah. Yeah. Look, take it or leave it. Any other team, from what they experience, would have been... Would in have, the build-up. Yeah. Build and even I the mean, tournament itself was very chaotic. Itself, they, they, they drew in their first game when they had a superior man advantage for close to 60-something. Yeah. Yeah. They couldn't win it. In that second game, they lost. Even in the last game that they were playing, they were losing. They were losing. Yeah. But that was Gambia, though. Yes, but it, the Gambia look, team that had zero points. That had zero points. So why, why are we praising Cameroon for no. making the game that difficult? Oh, they, were, they were poor. The thing is, I think the general impression is the that general impression Cameroon, Cameroon has not been good. They've not been good. And that on another day, they, or another team, Gambia they, could have gotten one of us. Exactly. But would, they show some mental they, strength. You could clearly see in that last five minutes when it was clear they were exiting yeah. the tournament. Look at Rigo Besson on the touchline. Look at his reaction. It's like he told every, all the players that he wasn't going to accept that. He was not ready to accept the fact that they were exiting. So he started pushing all of them forward. Come on, let's go. We are Cameroon. And it, it would take a team with character to do that. Cameroon may not be playing the fancy football, but they are a tournament team. Yeah. They are indeed a yeah, tournament yeah, team. Yeah. So when you are coming against them and they look at where they were, and where they now find themselves, and where they could possibly be, you don't want to cross their path. Yeah. My only worry with them is the fact that they tend to give too much or too many chances away. I think they've considered too many sloppy goals yeah. that yeah. they shouldn't have considered in the tournament. And Rigo Besson have to decide between Andre Onana and the young man who won them. Onana doesn't the have cup. to come back to them. I do believe that for the sake of team spirit and belief, Onana will have to start from the bench. He understands is it, is it only about team cohesion and spirit? Isn't it also about form? No, I, I no, I, I, I think I, I, Onana I, I, has a zero percent save. <laughs> he has a zero save percentage. No, so every shot on target against no, him but, has been a goal. No, but if you oh, look wow. at the goal, he conceded. Yes, he has a zero just save a percentage. True just story. A no, if, look if, at the goals he conceded. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, So in other words, every time, every Vincent Agubakar shot, pa goal. No, but if you look at the goals he conceded, sorry. Truth be told, if you look at the goals he conceded in a game in which he was in goal, you don't fault him for one. I can fault him for one. Which one? Minimum one. At least the first one. No, the first one. And the pressure he punched about, he gave no the ball. No more, no more, no more, no more, no more. You know this more, you know this more than no more. Wait, 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 no more. Onana has a worse save percentage than Richard Ofori. Ah, champion. We have to put that in context. You can have. I don't care about context. No one is allowed to be worse than Richard Ofori in the first goal. I mean, you know, but I mean, better than me in this one. If a goalkeeper is going to go for a punch, if you're going to go for maybe a parry. You're looking at what angle you're parrying the ball. Exactly. Yes. Don't if he's going for a punch. It is always he's looking based for distance and height. Exactly. It is always based on the trajectory of the ball. Yeah. And that that punch wasn't a ball flying from. It was yeah. a ball that was already looping in looping. the air. Yes. So there was no way he could have given the ball that long of a distance. So if give, you look at give it direction. No, but direction but, but Chris, pressure. Isn't uh, that the opposite? That if the ball is not traveling with too much speed and power, you can actually control. And gather enough energy behind you. Because, it, 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 because if enough. the ball is okay. coming at full speed, it will simply bounce off your it's, fist. No, so all if of the, the ball the, is uh, coming uh, even at full speed, yeah. 
Just a fingertip. See how much effort you put the game to defend it. Takes it away. Oh, but let's 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 call the speed the speed. Yeah. <laughs> I would put him on the bench. If I'm the coach, he sits on the bench. Yeah. Okay. Two is about that. You for the sake of team spirit. You yeah. call that game for me. I think Cameroon qualify. Thank you. But there is a. Fred, you are saying Cameroon is qualifying, yeah? Yes. Yeah, yes. I think Cameroon. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I think Nigeria can can make it. There, are, there are two okay. things for me here. You see the organized chaos. You get one. So if you like box it into oh, boxing. One. The organized chaos that delivered the result because whatever Cameroon did to qualify, you can't call it technical. I don't think any sort of technical analysis can explain or try to make no, sense. No, that's that organized... that last game. No, no, no. It no, was no. Basa like that. <laughs> Inshallah. <laughs> no. It was that. That's we exactly how they tried to that. That were going out. That were going out at this stage. Know, that's how they scored all the other. That, 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 yes. that organized no, chaos... They have the strength. They don't use it. That organized chaos is something Nigeria have not had to deal with before. Mm-hmm. Certainly not, not in this tournament. The other thing for me also is that we have not seen any team stretch the Nigerian defense... And for those who have been able to, the few times that they do, do so with sustained momentum. Okay. So someone is able to take on two or three players, get them out of the equation, or a brilliant pass comes in. But the build-up is so slow that before you realize, Sanusi, Basi, Truste Kong, all of these guys, they move closer. They close down the space. So they revert back to type, and then the team reverts to its original shape. What it means is that now they are within reasonable distance and they can deal with the threats respect, uh, respectably without really conceding much chance or goals. That is one thing I think Cameroon are going to test by the introduction of Kaltako Ekambi and Vincent Abubakar, if the two of them combine. Oh, God, I have missed Vincent Abubakar. So it's for not me, an AFCON without him. So for me... A lot of the credits that people are giving Nigeria, I'm reluctant to join because they, the defending they are doing is very comfortable. The adjustment that they are having to make, even with the introduction of uh, Basse, is not too dissimilar from how the team was playing originally to the extent that it will affect the way the team plays or how they defend against those chances. Let, the, let, let us see them get to a point where the centre-backs are being moved five, six meters away from the next centre-back. But it's Cameroon the team to do that, the though. The full-back. It's Cameroon the team to do because they have, their wingers have not looked like players that can no. take... Yeah. Stylistically, no. Christopher but the chaos, to score. The chaos that they introduced against Gambia in the final 15 minutes is something that they can do. And the beautiful thing about these things is that mm-hmm. they don't need to sustain it for 90 minutes. It is something that if you can, bam, bam five, eight minutes, it gets you the, it gets you the goal. Five minutes is, is even a stretch. So I'll... Until I get to see Nigeria deal with such a scenario, mm. I will not be in a hurry to give them that credit. Unlike one teams like bam, Senegal. Thank you, next. That's the that's the full phrase. One bam, thank you, next. That's it. Daniki, is that how it's going to be? I think Cameroon have, have a strength that they may not know they have. Um, for a team that has thrived so much on, on aerial balls, yeah. be it set pieces or crosses. It's two of those against Zambia, right? Two of those against Zambia. All their goals have come from crosses or or set pieces. That's crazy. And it shows their dominance. And the fact is, it's not all scenarios where they they dominate the box and it's like it's a free man. Because of their height and their physicality, especially from their forward players, even the guys from the fact, basically, I think they have the, I'll not be surprised if they have one of the the highest, um, mean the tallest average height. Mm. Yeah, they have uh, in terms of height. So because they have that, I think. 
for me, I, I, I was a bit disappointed that the only result to that very late in the game where they start is like um, route one. When yes. all else has failed, that's when they are going for it. But we know they have their strength. I wonder why they don't start from the off. And we've not seen Nigeria being tested in that regard. In fact, to be honest, most teams in the AFCON struggle to deal with crosses. Most teams, most defenders at the AFCON have struggled to deal with crosses. And for Cameroon, now they are welcoming Vincent Abubakar back. That physical dominance of the front two, Abubakar and then Toko I doubt if he will actually start, though. You see. Even if he doesn't yeah, I'm start. Yeah, what state even, he would be. Even if he doesn't start. His presence uh, on the bench alone. Look, I, I, I think they should, they, they can't worry Nigeria with yeah. that. And um, Nigeria themselves, funny enough, look, it's understandable to say that you can't continue, you can't use a certain trend against some players. The fact that uh, Osimen has missed a chunk of chances in the group stages doesn't mean you can say he'll continue to miss. He oh, is he's a top class striker. And you, the thing is, prevent him from getting those chances. So it's two things. Cameroon don't defend well, and that means that Nigeria will probably have some good opportunities. And if that happens, Osimen is there to be able to bang it in. And at the same time, the Nigerian defense too would struggle with dealing with the aerial threat of the Cameroonians. So yeah. it's one of those games that I don't think will follow the Does anybody know the, 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 the news on uh, uh, Yusuf Mohamed, though? I think it's gone quite. I've been trying to find yeah. out if, if, if he's he going to be fit. Continue, it, it completely changes the game. Well, that guy was superb yeah. Yeah. in the first fixture. If, if he plays, it will change yeah. the game. If I'm, he I'm plays, I think Nigeria could be out, out if, of sight by yeah. the time Cameroon slowly warm up into the game. But again, when... And we've seen derbies in this in this tournament already. This is one of them. Um, and for me, the one that comes to mind is the Namibia-South Africa game. Yeah. Namibia had a super game in the first game. South Africa were disappointing. But those teams have played against each other so many times. They know. And it just, it doesn't follow form. Well, Namibia, Namibia yeah. were naive yeah. and challenged. Yeah. No, because they actually felt they could go and, yeah. and, go on and take on. They just, they yeah. just went on. To, and, and that's the thing about derby games. That was coaching, isn't yeah. it? I yeah. think yeah. the coach should have known better. Yeah, yeah. That just these guys exposed out. Rivals, especially after the first 15 minutes, yeah, the, sign, the signs were all there. Yeah, he just didn't. Anyway. All right, so that's the lowdown. So, Danny, you didn't call it. I don't know. <laughs> I wanted to go to penalty. How can the Oracle himself not know? My money's on Cameroon. The Oracle has to know. My money's on Nigeria. The money's on Cameroon. Yeah. My, my yes. money's on a low scoring draw. I think it's going to penalties. Yeah. But somebody has to win the penalties. Penalties to actually <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think if it goes to penalties. Cameroon, Cameroon yeah. Yeah. psychological edge. Let's talk about my absolute favorite team uh, at this tournament. They have surprised me. We were, they were in the same group with Ghana in the qualifiers. We didn't think that they were worth anything. They got in a very difficult group with Burkina Faso and Algeria. God damn. The they top. topped the group comfortably. Yeah. Beat Burkina. And um, they are up against Namibia. A country in the same region as them, the Southern African region, is that is that a very straightforward game? Because Namibia themselves, as Daniel pointed out, they looked very good in the first game. Then they come up against a neighboring country or a country in the same region, and they look completely lost. And now they face another team that's in the same region, and as impressive as they were in that last game against Mali, yeah, Mali, yeah, yeah, Mali, Mali, Mali yeah. which ended in nil nil. Um, you can't help but wonder what could happen against Angola. I think it will come down to coaching. This is the knockout stage. Yeah. And like Sitchu rightly said, you can't behave the way you were behaving in a group. Because there isn't going to be a second chance. Yeah. So what their coach really needs to do is to understand 
the situation at hand and then practically approach this team, not in a too much defensive manner, but put his team out there, one, make it very difficult for them to get beat, two, then they should wait for their moment. Because look, they are still very naive when it comes to the AFCON. You're talking they, about Namibia. I'm talking here, about right? Namibia. Yeah. They are still very naive when it comes to the AFCON. They don't have that winning experience mm. at the AFCON. No. So if you, if you now find yourself in the knockout stages, two things. Do you go out there to overly enjoy the occasion and, and get, get booted out? <laughs> or you want to be a bit greedy? If I'm the manager, or if I'm in charge, you want to be a bit greedy. So it's not about the style. Because if you look at Angola, they are a footballing team. Yeah. They like to play football. Mm-hmm. They've got some good players. The guy who scored. Oh, girls in Dala. Dala. They are number 10. Oh, and then they, they are number 7. They are very, very technically good players. We saw them in Kumasi. That guy who dealt with Gideon Mensa back and forth, <laughs> front and back like that. Yeah, he he honorably declined call 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 saying that he didn't have a club. Oh so my goodness. Yeah, he's not even part of the He's not even yeah, the team. He honorably declined wow. a call out. Yeah. Then they are missing something good. Yeah. But even that, if you look at the way they have gone about their business, very they have been very smart. Yes. They've always have a clear idea on the opposition in front of them and how to approach the games. Yeah. Listen, they drew against Algeria. That's right. Then they beat Mauritania right. in the most entertaining game, game. of the tournament because, so you see, far. They knew they could beat Mauritania. Yes. So they went they for it. Them. Against Algeria, they were very, very yes. defensive. And minded. then in the last game, surprisingly, Silly. they beat Burkina Faso 2-0. Very comfortably. Because at the time of playing against Burkina Faso, they knew they had already qualified. Yes. But whether they were playing to top the group or not, to, all they needed to do was, look, we are already in the knockout stages. So let's go and show our true character. And I watched that game against... Burkina Faso. They were extremely very, very good in yeah. every department. You could see the transition. Superb, yeah. So in the knockout stage, the question is, how are they looking at Namibia themselves? How, as are Angola, they, uh, how, come on, are, are they these, narrating are them? They narrating are they? them but I think if they really show up with their true mentality and true self, they'll have just too much for Namibia to yeah. Teacher, you think so? Yeah, yeah. I think Gels and Dalla are my absolute favorite. I think I think there's something about Angola that I've enjoyed, right? They've got two key things. They are very physical, yes, yet very skillful and technical. Yes. True. And so when they played against Algeria in that first half, we saw it that they, they had to use physicality to try to repel Algeria and they, then then they couldn't and they went down by a goal. But in the second half, they used a lot of intensity and their physicality to match Algeria. And at that time, Algeria were tiring. So you saw in that second half, Algeria couldn't cope with their physicality and the intensity they brought to the fore. Against Mauritania, was end-to-end stuff. They really wanted to go for it, and mm-hmm. they went for it. What did the trick for them against Burkina Faso was that as good as they were technically, they matched Burkina Faso's physicality. Yeah. Yeah. One thing about Burkina Faso that we've come to realize in Afghan in the last decade is that you can't afford to go into the game not physically prepared to match mm-hmm. them because they've got that in abundance. They are quick, they are strong, they can bully you, they can run anything that you want in terms of True. physical power. Yeah. They've got that. But what Angola have got in this team is all of that. Technically gifted players, physically dominating players. And that is why I fear for Namibia. Because as, as, as exciting as they looked when they played against Tunisia, that was against a very poor Tunisia side that had come at the end of a cycle. That's right. Tunisia is at the end of a cycle. So... Uh, Wabi Kaju didn't make it in second. That would be his last. I think we can say that for Algeria too. As, as, as well yeah. as Algeria. Yeah. yeah. So so they, they got the victory there. But we saw how South Africa used a lot of, if you like, pace 
to outsmart them. Yeah. And that is why I worry for them when they come up against Angola because Angola will not only approach them with the physicality to bully them, but they will also use the pace and the intensity and tempo they've got in their game to outrun them. I fancy Angola. I agree. Uh, I'm going to move it on to yeah. two other teams that have been absolute favorites, in my opinion. Uh, but and by the way, uh, Angola and uh, Namibia yeah. are in the path of Nigeria and Cameroon. Yeah, they're so on the left hand side of the draw. Yes, yeah. 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 So it's, it doesn't get easier <laughs> at all. It gets more difficult. I mean, if you're, if you're either Nigeria or Cameroon, you're hoping that maybe, with all due respect to Namibia, they qualify yeah, they because qualify. you fancy yeah. them rather than Angola. Capo Verde and Mauritania. The, the, the funny thing about the round of 16 is the that's matches that don't look that's the exactly match, the, the look, matches that's that don't be, look mouth watering are actually the that's ones going yeah. to be yeah. a good yeah. look because Cape Verde Mauritania I think that would be high octane non-stop running I think for, for Cape Verde Cape Verde and another team we'll get to what I love about them is their efficiency on the ball Yeah. what they do when they have the ball they are not too concerned about having possession and dominating it they have they are very difficult to break down, very yeah. difficult to play against. And at the same time, they give their opposition team every reason to worry when they have the ball. Because they are very purposeful, very direct, very driven when they have the ball. They know exactly what they are going to do. Anytime they pick up the ball, it's either a chance or a goal. They are, they are literally coming at you. And, and for me, that's, that's what I love about them. They are, they are fearlessness. Yeah. We know that both teams will go out and play football. We know that both teams fancy that they can get the better of each other. And that's why this competition is interesting. If you have more like two big teams facing each other, they are both afraid of each other. So then you have a very tactical cage. Yeah. But this is a case where Kiverd will look at Mauritania knowing they can beat them and vice versa. So that means you are going to see a lot of good football and very similar. If anything, if any of the games on paper should go according to what we've seen in the group stages, I think it will be this one. This game will go according to what we've seen. Similar to the uh, Mauritania and Angola game. Mauritania gave Angola... Angola. No, 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 no. Angola, Namibia. Namibia. Angola. No, the Mauritania and you Angola mean in gave... the group stage. Yes, 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 okay, yes. Yeah. Mauritania gave Angola no respect. Of course. They, look, they, they fancy they could get the better. And to be honest, that game could easily have been 5-5. Five, five. They were unlucky, really. They were very unlucky yeah. in terms of their, their finishing. So okay. they'll look at that and feel like they can't correct those mistakes and look at this convenience team and, and think they can beat them. So for me, it's one of the games I would not want to miss. I could literally... Miss the Nigeria Cameroon game, but this Cape Verde for a neutral is a game that you cannot miss. Yeah. One minute, take uh, Morocco and SA for me. Is the reason why it's difficult is that I, I don't know what to expect from Morocco. I think our expectations of the Moroccan team. I've at the start met, of the huh? competition. I just disappointed in Morocco Citro, already. I think Citro was no, the only no, one who predicted they would not, struggle. I I thought they would struggle. Right, but. I think the first game for me cemented my, fear, my, my fears. Now, it may, it may sound surprising because they won 3-0. But if you watch the Tanzania game, mm, mm. Morocco, the game was flat. It was still. It took that set piece, set piece. to break the deadlock. And fact. even after that, that Morocco yeah. still struggled to break down Tanzania until, until the red, the red card. card. And I think after the red card, the Tanzanians also really disappointed me. Because what you would have expected was for them to be a bit more compact and very difficult yeah. for Morocco. But it looked like they threw caution to the wind and they... It allowed Morocco to cut. In fact, if you watch the last two Morocco games, Morocco goals, they were in transitions. Morocco didn't pick the ball up and pass them and open them up. So we know that when you, when you look at the, the World Cup, you look at the games they've played since the World Cup, Morocco have struggled to break down teams. 
they don't have the players in there. At least Buffal and Co are not as integral in the starting lineup as before. So the guys who will start, you know, they don't have that technical ability to pick the ball and go past players. Maybe only Unahi has that skill to be able to do that. So if you are defensively compact, we know you can worry them. But on this, at the, look, in the same vein, South Africa don't do that. South Africa like to play football. They like to open up. So I think this is where we'll see the World Cup Morocco, where I'm very sure South Africa will dominate the game. South Africa will have a lot of possession. And Morocco will use their low block and counter attack to get the better mm. the better of them. But so, Morocco's last stop is quarterfinals. Mm. <laughs> so you think they will? I I don't think so. I think they will go all the way, because as you are talking about, they not being able to break down teams. Teams are not finding it easy breaking them down. Have they been well. tested, though, coach? No, but you can't they test very, them. They had a very easy. You game. have to be a, a better opposition. Tanzania than and the them. And I'm saying that if you look at all the teams you've watched, the only team that I can see. Testing the Moroccan thing Senegal. is the Senegalese team. Yeah. Because the Moroccan, look, one thing you don't know, they have a solid back line, a good goalkeeper, solid defensive Senegal. frame, yeah. solid midfield cover in Amrabat, who is always there to shield. That is one thing I've not seen of all the other teams. Yeah. I've not seen that. All right. So we'll see. Uh, but let's disabuse our minds of this idea that Ivory Coast can slumber through the group stage and suddenly wake up against the best team on the continent. It is not going to happen. Okay. There is only so far that desire and vengeance and hard work and motivation can get you. When they get the ball, where the, the desire will show itself when they have to put in those last-ditch tackles, when they have to chase Senegal around. But when they get the ball, they have to fashion out a way to get the ball past, draw Lamin Kamara out of the way. Draw Matasa, Pape Goy, draw. That's the only way you are going to get goals against Senegal because as expansive as, expansive as they've looked when they are on the ball, they are bloody disciplined of it. That's how come teams are not getting... That's in the best half, see? Are, are not getting chances. I'm not ball. even talking yeah. about... That's how come teams are not getting chances, even though Senegal have looked very expansive. And it is very tempting for anyone to look at that team and say, hang on a minute, why aren't teams carving them out open on the counter break? It's because they have a plan for counter breaks. They have a plan Unlike for Cote counter... against Equatorial Guinea. Exactly. So <laughs> every counter was a goal. <laughs> what, if Arikos are going to win this game, it is not because they suddenly had um, an, an epiphany about the situation that they are in and the fact that they need to do something or... Or are, new manager bounce. No, it's not... It is going to be because they figured a way to carve apart that Senegalese protective cover in the middle, stretch that defense. Do you think they can do that? I haven't. I don't think so. So you because think Senegal beats them? Look, they? they are a world class team. The other day, I, I responded to Sicho's tweet about the cohesiveness that they are showing. It's uncommon in international football, and in, especially in, in Africa, Africa part of the world. in any other confederation. When teams play like that, they tend to make the final or win it. So if you go to the Conmebol region, the CONCACAF regions, when Uruguay, when Chile could find that telepathy, they won the Copa America that, that, three that, times. That Chilean team is one of the best international groups yeah. I've seen. Oh, it was so good. That three Aaron times. Reese, they were for so long. Yes. Sanchez, Vidal, Bocijon, um, Vargas. It was, it was one of the best international teams that I'd, I'd ever exactly, seen. Exactly, because beyond all the tactics I'm and so the really other things, I'm surprised how, yeah. how Senegal didn't do too well at the World Talk Cup. about... England beat them, come on. Talk about... Yeah, but they couldn't... 
That's come England. On, come on. What's England? England had been to what the Euro finals. Look, England? No, they were better. Look, look, you know they it's see a, them. It's, it's, it's an, exp- it's it's an experience. Team and, and this, this, this group didn't have the experience. It's an experience that was passed. Spain beats them. It's an experience that was necessary for the learning curve that they are in. England, duh. But Spain is not better than England. England outperformed all of those teams you are mentioning. Absolutely. They are from Germany, Spain. So look, the point for me is that if you look into history, if your coach is a rasta man, even you should be winning every match. Look at the German team and yeah. the telepathy that we spoke about. Except the minimum, they were making the semis of Euros, World, World Cup, Cups, Euros. Yeah. Eventually, they Final won the World Cup. Chile had the titles to back it. Germany had the titles to back it. Spain, Spain. when it cleared for them, they had the titles to back it. Then Portugal and- had to use only Ronaldo to do it. Friends, on the Equatorial Guinea team, I am proud that they have proved me right because, and I said that for every Afcon, look, work your mats. When you finish, come, come and wait for them in the round of sixteen because they will, they will, they, be they will qualify. And what they've done this season for me is the most impressive of everything that they've done as far as their Afcon history is concerned. I mean, the way they've blown away teams, <laughs> and you see, are they blowing away Guinea? That's where we are. They will. I think. Look, I love teams that know who they are. Last week, we heard from Seinfeld. He complained bitterly. He said, you people, you are not Cameroon, you are not Senegal, but you are telling me that even when I've beaten Morocco, the team is not expansive now. Look, Equatorial Guinea know who they are. They have no interest in passing the ball five or six times. Two, three passes, they are in your half. And they are passing the ball into areas where their players are far removed from the nearest opposition player, which gives them time to think and time for the nearest player to run into space. So if you look at the goals they scored against Ivory Coast, they were all exactly like that. I love the third goal. So the, the player... The pass who, through, through the two bodies was the goal. The player who carries the ball has time and space to think yeah. and wait for his teammates. His teammates has time to make that run and then get closer to the opponent and take out the defensive options that that Ivory Coast had in that situation. And it was as if the same, the same template was brought for every goal that they scored. And... To be fair, if, if I had the ball, if I had the ball with the way Cote d'Ivoire organized their defense, space. I find my teammate no, simple, with cheeky ease. If if Jurassic <laughs> had been available for if Jurassic had been available for this this one, they would have required something of a cultural guinea that no team has, not even Nigeria okay, with Victor Osimen. Uh no more. Senegal yeah. Cote d'Ivoire. I think it's gonna be one sided. Because look, Cote d'Ivoire, like he rightly said, cannot wake up overnight. And they have been poor, huh? Very, extremely yeah. very poor. Yeah. Look, in midfield, where it matters, I think that is where the Senegalese strength actually is, in midfield. That under 20 board. That's somebody who is Benji Idris Aganagi. And then the pace they've got from the two flanks in Sa and Sadio Mane, that is where the Cote d'Ivoire will struggle. Yeah. If you go and bring the guy who played for Nottingham Forest, <laughs> no, the Willie Bowley, Willie Bowley, he can't run. He can't run. Beyond not being able to run, the decision making is very bad. <laughs> now, in midfield, eh, they are playing with Frankesi, Sagari. They are very slow. Yeah, that is also true. They are they're very slow. There's a, there's a problem they are good, not, but they are very, there's a very slow. Not the spacing, though. Yeah, because they are very slow. They cannot do a lot of off-the-ball movement. If Kasi picks up the ball... No, I'm even talking about the shape of the team when not in possession. Yeah, but In the sense it, that if they're structured well, they stay closer. Is it, and they, they don't have to do too much running. At the end of the day, 
if they are going to be playing against Senegal like they will be they doing, will have to well, they yeah. will have to run. Yeah. And it will come down to that. Yeah. And look, the, the Senegalese team is the only team I have seen in the tournament that can decide to pass the ball one touch. Pa, 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 yeah. And they turn to get it right. Mm-hmm. Everybody is taking one touch on the ball. I receive pa, pa, pa. And then when you meet teams that play like, like that, that, there's no defensive setup <laughs> that can hold them at bay. They will definitely carve you open. And the, 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 the intensity of their passing absolutely sublime. Mm. And look at Sadio Mane. Come on, man. He's a team player, isn't it? He's yeah, the star boy in the team. Yeah. But he's setting them, up goals. You like, hardly see that he's indeed the star. Yeah. He's making life very easy for those in and around him. He's not overly dwelling on the ball like somebody would do in the Black Stars. And he's not a... And the team is not a pass it to Manny team. No, no, at all. No, no, Some no, things are pass it to Kudu's team. That is it. Pass it to Salah team. Go pass to, it to no, Mares team. Everybody play. Nani, I said Nani, Mani very intelligently too. Once the boys start play, he doesn't even want to get involved in the build-up. He's on his move because he believes in their ability to get the ball into the final attacking tech. The Avorians, look, two reasons why I don't think they'll beat Senegal. The pressure is too immense. The when boys, are you supposed to be in here? They cannot handle it all. <laughs> because and, they, and we saw it against Nigeria. The yes, moment they went down, they, they were yeah. so nervous. So like, they were so bad. Went, their heads just went down. And against Senegal, the champions of the tournament, Senegal know the state of that. They would do... They would, they would, Ali Sisi will tell them, because I would have, I would tell them, yeah. if I'm their boss, don't do anything for them to believe they can match you. Mm-hmm. Because the moment you start giving them that Especially opportunity. Especially early on. Early on. First 20 minutes. Yeah. First 20 minutes, if you can come and go put them under their usual pressure that they tend not to handle well. First go from Senegal, they will break down. Then second, then third. <laughs> then they will see <laughs> their smokers level. For <laughs> no, they are not good enough. <laughs> they actually don't deserve to be where they are. I think one of the things that will work for Cote d'Ivoire is the absence of Jean-Louis Gasset. Yeah. I don't know where you guys got that manager from. Come see, come see, come see. No, but at the end of the day, who? They've given a job to who? Five. His assistant. No more. <laughs> <laughs> he cannot do anything. <laughs> but, uh, but I, I, I have a different view of this Cote d'Ivoire and Senegal game. And as, as, as I mentioned earlier, I, I honestly see international football as two different tournaments. And I don't think Cote d'Ivoire will be, will be as bad as they were in the group stages. It's impossible for me to think that. Because listen, Cote d'Ivoire have got a very talented group of footballers. And if they can find a click, there isn't one country on this continent that won't struggle to play against them. You see, that's what they're saying. But what they've, not found they yet is the, what they've not found yet is the click. And now they've got a manager out of the door. Not even Senegal know what to expect. Everything that we are discussing here is based on what we saw under that gaffer. Mm-hmm. Now, there's going to be a new manager. If he's able to pass some information across, that changes the way they behave on that pitch with the talent they've got. Even if Senegal are going to win, it's not going to be as simple as we've made it look like. Because the group of players that they've got, and luckily for them, someone that Dean is fit mm-hmm. probably gets into the starting lineup. That's a different proposition altogether. The midfield they've got in Sangari, Kessier, and Fofana, if it clicks, no mini midfield in this con- on this continent can bulldoze through them. If that back line clicks, it's a problem because they've got very good laterals. They need to sort the, 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 the two center halves, their partnership together. And I'm saying that for Cote d'Ivoire, with a score that they've got, they've massively underwhelmed 
right? And if they step it up, which I think they will, mm, I, think, I think they will against anybody because they are the host mm. one. And I think the reason why they got the manager out of the door in the middle of the competition is because he wasn't getting along with the playing group and he might have lost the dressing room. If a manager loses the dressing room and that, that problem in the dressing room is gone, it normally puts the team together. So think about it. If all of us are here at five and I'm the <laughs> bad nut and all of you are against me and our big boss managed to kick me out, you find unity in purpose in that. And I've seen teams go on from the managerial bounce for two, three games, four games. If you get to do that in a tournament uh, for four games, have you ever you seen that happen in a tournament? Because I'm not seeing a coach being sacked in the middle of a tournament. I've not seen some. I've so seen one being sacked at the head of the tournament, right? Spain got their manager, uh, Junior just before. Diego, just before their technical. So that is that. But even for Senegal, I've not been blown away by what they've done throughout yeah. games. I've been blown away by aspects okay. of the game. And, and when you look at their first game where the record happened, I think that game was against uh, uh, Gambia. Uh, Gambia. That game was against Gambia, Senegal. Mm -hmm. Senegal went overly imp impressive, right? They actually struggled to break them down until the red card. And Senegal played against a Cameroonian side that was terribly badly coached by Rico Besong. Senegal didn't need to break any stride, change into any gear to beat uh, 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 Cameroon. Cameroon was just bad. And even that, Cameroon showed us, and not only Cameroon, all the three games they played, we've seen a weakness in that Senegalese team they struggled to deal with area balls coming yeah. into the box. So even though Cameroon were that poor, Cameroon could have gone 2-2 and the game could have ended there. If Nkudu had scored that free header, which was a, more difficult to miss than to score. But until the, that, just a minute, until that, Senegal had blown away so many chances they themselves. Badly, they were badly, Cameroon were, that's what I said, Cameroon were bad. And it wasn't as if Senegal had to take so much effort in breaking down Cameroon. So the Cameroon team that we saw was terrible. So but for you, Senegal have weaknesses. For me. Actually, so there's Senegal, nothing for you. Yeah. For you. Yeah. <laughs> Senegal have more weaknesses in the side. <laughs> but, and, and there's, there's, a, there's something that I'd want us to please go on. focus on a yeah. bit. Normally, in some of these analyses, you want to look at the strength of one of the team opposition. and then match it with the weakness. That's it. So that's how you look at the scenarios where... What do you think the weakness in this... Because of what team is. No, now that not, you don't know their coach. It's, not, it's, no, not, it's the same players. We've seen them already. It's it would be it's so much unfair for the you question, to think that the, the that new coach coming, the new coach coming, is going to bring that drastic transformation. It, no, good in tournament football. One thing, one look, thing could change a lot. It's just one player. If you're not good, you are not good. No, but, but let me if ask you're not, up, yeah, go ahead. When you look at before the tournament, when you looked at the Cote d'Ivoire squad, and you look at the attack, Jeremy Boga, Crasso, Sabesta, Edingra. And look at the, the quality they had in the team. Did you for one second think they were going to be as bad as they were? Or they were going I, to be badly coached as they were? I predicted they would be knocked out in the first round. I predicted that. They are lucky to be where they are. Wow. Okay. Yes, I predicted so that. I had a program with... Um, what I was coming to was, when you look at all the things that Senegal are susceptible to, do you find solutions to that in the Ivorian attack? So, for example, the fact that they've struggled with crosses, do Ivory Coast, are they capable of stretching their Senegalese defense and then having someone inside the box who's making those third runs or a presence in the box who can actually get onto the end of those and finish those? Yeah, I think, I think so. I think, last one says, Simon Edingra is coming. He's a very good cross of the ball. He's a very good wide player. Mm -hmm. Sebastian Haller, we understand, could be fit for the first chance. Well, it's a different dimension to all the attackers they've got. What I've said is, 
When I look at that Cote d'Ivoire team that they've got, they've got some genuine quality in there. What we don't know is if the new manager just tweaks something to get this team playing better. And for Senegal, what surprises will Cote d'Ivoire throw to them? Because we've seen Cote d'Ivoire, they've been poor. But I don't think they will be as bad as they were in the group stages. Very well. And, 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 and so, so for you, you're saying that if they no, were... I think, I think Senegal are favourites. But I just wanted to yes. say that it's going it to be, be closer. Of it's going to be closer yeah. than okay. that many people think Senegal will blow them. And I won't be surprised if Cote d'Ivoire Very came. well. Fent. Yeah. I think the, the wastefulness of the Senegalese attack is something we are not dwelling on too much. Yeah, because they're getting away with it. Look, in the knockout stages, you may not get away with it. In the knockout stages with 80 minutes, you may not have scored three, four goals to be comfortable enough. That Cameroon game should give us an indication of what they are going to face in the knockout stages. It is not always, like we've said, we've already established, it is not always a team that plays the best football that will win games in of the competition. Course. Even in the analysis of this game, we are, we are talking as if the game is 90 minutes. It's not. Cote d'Ivoire don't even need to plan to contain Senegal for just 90 minutes. This Senegalese team doesn't have a very potent striker. They've... Look at look at who is scoring their goals and look at where the goals are coming from. It's coming from midfielders, wide men. They've How never had goals? one. Though. They've no. never had one. No, they, they they've never had one. They've but had, that, but that has been a, that has been a problem. To win. Last Afcon, they didn't have one goal. Why is it a problem? They, they scored one goal in, in the, the group stages. In the group stages. Yes. they went to the knockout rounds, and I think they literally limped. They found a way to score one, and it was their defense that helped them. It wasn't yes. necessarily the attack. But this time around, they are dominating teams, and they are not being tested. The one time. We saw a team put them under pressure for just a 10-minute spell. Yeah. It was almost disaster. Could you say, what I'm saying is could, that... Could you just say that at the time they were comfortably leading 2-0, so they might have dropped off a bit? No, I don't think so. No, Against Cameroon, they I don't think so. Even lead. a 2-1. No. That's not always been the 2 yeah. Okay. Then they just finish up for me. Because I think, for example, I, 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 I don't look... I think somebody alluded to it that we've, we, we've seen teams be so brilliant, so good in the group stages, like Nigeria yeah, in the like last half. Yeah. And then when the knockout rounds came around... It's a different ball game. Look, they were found one. And Tunisia were not that impressive the group stages. No, no, no. And we were, all expected yeah, Nigeria yeah. to beat them, but Look, it was a completely different... Another thing about this Ivorian team, I said it at the start of the, the competition, and I was actually surprised at the outcome what happened in the group stages. They are a team that usually knows how to turn up under pressure. I think that... The way they've qualified to the round of 16 and what they've done since then, they are going into this game with a slight advantage because, and, I, and I'll repeat Citrus' point, Senegal do not know what to expect. This is tournament football. One change could completely okay. make them... Look, it could, it could catch Senegal by surprise. Yeah. We all know how Senegal are coming to present themselves, but nobody knows what the Ivorians are going to do. And when nobody knows what you, have, what you are going to do and you have quality... There are so many super top class players in there that can give them very different tactical oh, variations Uriel that we can't do. Okay. That's what Uriel is doing. You have Jeremy Boga in midfield. Okay, guys. Okay. Right. They can do you any guys. good thing. Jeremy Boga, his end product has always been bad. Thank you. You know that for a Oh my God, Black Stars. Time to have that conversation. Everybody has been itching and it's only the right place to start my guest today. And honestly, this one, there's no moderation. Everybody can say what they want. Yeah. Uh, what Fetio says, it means that he now, you get to be the <laughs> <laughs> 
So, so me on Ghana, I don't say anything. I'm not doing it. Listen, the GFA sacrifice team, and then they said they were going to come up with a roadmap for Ghana football. The roadmap somehow happened to be. 21 days, exactly three weeks. They put together a committee uh, headed by Makado to look for the next head coach. In exactly three weeks, Isankuma is part of that committee. Uh, Makado, the last time they put him in charge to look for a coach, he, they, he came up he, he came up with... Milo. 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 Yeah. Milo. He Very brought... Tick. You see, the people searched. Listen, oh, they searched and searched and had meetings and thought and thought and, and, and thought... And then decided that, you know what? Milo. Let's call back Milo Van Rahevach. What a lot of thinking. No <laughs> more. Uh, listen, Blasters are out. You predicted it. You said, you see, Aswadi Yakasa. Intuiwa. They don't listen. Intuiwa. Intuiwa. No more. They have gone and they have come back. As what Oh, Charlie. And now they say uh they want they want to put together a roadmap. No more. The roadmap is five member committee. You find the next coach. There is no word on long-term restructuring. No proper responsibility taking, no statement from the FA, no apology. It's like business as usual. The next coach, you know. You see, in Ghana, we tend to say something. Say something. Monifioni Ebusa. Ebusa. No kunuko bear. No, 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 Oh, it's somewhere uh, March. in yeah, March. It's a friendly game against Argentina, mm. most like. Top, 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 top. <laughs> what is there to chop? Ah, but they are going to. Is Argentina they are going, going, they are going, going to, to China. Uh, can we pay Argentina to bring Messi? Uh, so they'll collect money. They'll collect the money. As for this minister, if Nanado does not sack him, His Excellency, if you don't sack this manager, this minister, sports minister, he has. He and Kent have they have supervised the two worst Afghan campaigns. Okay, Afghan campaign in the history of Ghana. Coach, if the finance minister is still opposed, oh, then the sports minister is not going to do Somebody should sack him. This is not what we voted for. Oh, that one is true. I'm telling you honestly. That one is true. This is not what we have been let down. We voted for at all. But let's come to the football. There is some darkness. 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 Yes. Mm. Mm. Can see. We can see. see. We can see. It's a cloud. No, I'm telling you that see, it is because of. Yeah, it could be. Come on. Come on. My brother. There's some darkness. Oh, see, George, you there's some me. darkness over our football. Mm. 
And for that darkness, shine a light on it. You know, for that darkness to be removed, people must go. Unless Keto Kriku. The barrier of the darkness has to Unless Keto Kriku rain comes to an end. I'm not saying go and approach it. So we have. Are you suggesting a coup? No, not a coup. No. Ah, so we okay. have to wait. We have to wait for the next four years. Oh, so you're so saying the next four doomed. years we should give up? We should give up. Nothing will happen. Look, I told somebody that Shall it be. is an opportunity for us to plan properly mm-hmm. so that we start ripping after five years. What we used to do 10, 14 years ago, yeah. the Senegalese today are doing and they are benefiting. Mm-hmm. And Aketu Kriku, no juvenile team has been a success. Zero. Zero success. Under 21. So that was, four, that four. was uh, forget about that under 20. I can't forget now. Nah. It's part. You said uh, no how many team. players have we transited from that group? Fatal. Bani Dunlad. Oh, forget about those people. <laughs> Dunlad, even Kotoko said he's lost his position. He's <laughs> <laughs> not good enough. It's not good enough. Mm. Very bad transition. So therefore, it will continue. Mm. You see, when you have an FA president who has more than five, six football teams where he can transfer, he can take players from into a juvenile national team. This is what. And it is not an allegation. Ah, well, they that, just named a squad to come to camp. Go through the squad. Look, vision, dreams. That is vision. That's the dream. Still believe in Benab. God we trust. Benap. <laughs> Are you seeing God, 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 names, God names and there's darkness over here? Oh, and they're deceiving us. Mm. That is why. You see, I told us, you see, when he was watching the game, was he? I, I was doing Tazbah. And I said, my prayers alone will counter this man's prayers. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> what? What? What are you talking about? My prayers alone will counter I this man's prayers. <laughs> When I saw him, <laughs> look, when I saw him do that, what is was it? I, I had to kursi. Oh, Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord Jesus. Oh, my Lord, oh, my Lord. My Lord, my God. Jehovah Zebra. Oh, Lord Jesus. Jehovah Zebra. Oh, Lord Jesus. You know, when I started calling Jehovah Zebra, Jehovah Zebra, this man, he will not. Nemaswa, Namaswa. You, 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 you see, you are say, so you are saying that the Quran is powerful, but the person reciting it is not is not pure enough. <laughs> that is, it's not, look, when you see somebody, you channel Quranic power. When we're growing up, the we respect and we still do respect. Yes, when I see them doing the tasbah, Muslim brother doing that thing, no more is the tasbah. Tasbah. Thank you. You can clearly see. From the movement of his, you don't even need to hear what he's saying. Yes, this man is in the spirit. Mm. <laughs> but, but for the ministers, me na wa mavio. Me na yo. Me na yo. Me na yo. He's just praying for the money. Oh Lord. Oh Lord. Oh Lord. Sikana. The further our team progress, the more money he makes. The further his pocket. The moment I saw that, I said, Lord Jesus, never again. Never again. Back to sender. Look, I'm telling you. There is some, as for the football that we, whatever we showcase in Cote d'Ivoire, I have spoken a lot about it. We don't want to talk about the football. I knew it was going to happen. We talk about the surrounding issues. The surrounding issues. 
Which the, is why the football is like that. That's right. The darkness over our game. First and foremost, you and I know Ketro mm-hmm. Kreko and his people believe that if the Black Stars goes and they are successful, they'll come and what? Uh, tease. They'll come and tell you and I that we, they know their level. They beat, I know my level. I know uh, my level. Yes, they beat Disturbing, Sudan, Sudan. Disturbing in the hotel. Yes. <laughs> After beating Sudan. Now they've seen their smoothness level. The real level. This is their true Mozambique. level. <laughs> Mozambique is the true level. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, God. We need a proper reset. I was expecting the people at the FA to first of all come and render Qualified apology to the people of this country. They've never done that. Coach, they didn't, didn't apologize. They didn't do it. They slapped a journalist they in America. You, they didn't and they do said it. If you have Messi or Ronaldo, we should yes. call them. Bring them. Yes. That is why I'm saying that they will not progress until they exit where they are. If they don't give the Ghanaian people their the due res- respect, their due respect. How do we give you our resources to take to an AFCON, fail spectacularly, and, and you don't think that we deserve an explanation at least? Do you know that even when they released their statement to say that they had sacked the coach, they, they didn't find a sentence in there. To say sorry. They don't say even, sorry. It, look, that, is, that is the arrogant of the leadership. At Are the you FN. serious? Very arrogant people. At the leadership role at the FN. Like, what do you lose? Nothing. Rather, you, you tend to you by doing so, you will have the sympathy yes. of the people of the country, yeah. and you begin to draw us closer. Look, I remember when we got booted out of the tournament in two thousand and six, and Anyanti Yantichi came back very humble. Yes, and pleaded with Ghana. Walk up. The World Cup will make an impact. After pleading with the people of this country, yes. he said, "Let's look at what is ahead of us." Together, we will make an impact at the World Cup. At our very first outing, nobody gave us any, gave us any Nobody. Chance. Then we went there and we so what? Against number two nation in the world. Well dignified. Oh, God. We were properly dignified. Now we have people leading our game and all they think about is their selfish interest. This Blasters team, they've already started failing. You see the committee they've set up? Yeah. They've already started. So you're saying it, that the next cycle, cycle has of failure has started. begun by the formation of this committee. I'm telling you. Look at the people in the committee. Ah. The same people that we tasked yes. to find us the coach ahead of the last Afcon. Afcon. And he they went and came back with, with Milo. The only person who is not in this is, is Randy Abbey. Yes. Mm-hmm. Who was in the last he one? Who was in the last one? The Makado was there. The other I, man too was there. Yes. How could you? I don't know what. I remember during the Nyan teaching era, I was very close to Uncle Ben Kofi those days. Very close to Otiakin. So anytime the blaster was in search of a coach, you had a technical directorate of the FA and then some two administrators. And when you went for that, I was not there, but there were times that Otiakin did brief me. That coach, when we are looking for the head, when he comes there and we are asking the technical question, the people are there for they just keep quiet and watch. That's right. When we finish and we approve the man, then they will go and talk about contract and things. That's right. Duration, how long. But right now, Ketanko are the ones interviewing technical men. Well, 
They interviewed how? How? the for the role of technical director. And remember we did shows on that. We had one doing that. We had Ben Kofi the late. Some Adi in when they were appointing Djokovic. I'm giving Ratome. you Ratome Djokovic, the one who took us to do the Doya, even when they were appointing Milo for the first time, yeah. I'm telling you, those who sat in that interview, Uncle Ben Kofi was part, Otia Kenti was part, the late Sam Ade was part. The, and if you walk into that room and you see Sam Ade, God damn it. and you see Otia Kenti, and yeah. you see the Ogboro himself, Uncle Ben Kofi, and hey. Nyantichi introduces them to you and tell them, look, when you talk about the brand of football, the, yes. the brand behind our soccer, yeah. the Michaelisian, the Montari, the John Pencil, and Co. Ah. This man's five-year development plan was the one that... But they are sitting there. This is an under-17 World Cup winning coach. This is under-20 yes. World Cup finalist. This, this is... That. Ah, so just, this is the technical director of the FA. You see the people you see their CVs. Ah, thank you. That's right. So when you it's come and you sit right. there, when you sit there and they're interviewing you... know, you, you can't come and misbehave. come and misbehave. But who are those on this committee? Mark Addo. <laughs> Elenu Konuku. What? Look, what? Oh, they said there's Ankuma, there's a lawyer. Charlie, look, look. Me, eh? Fent, you've been with me for some time. What I cannot do, if you give it to me, I cannot do it to you. <laughs> <laughs> look, that is my training. You have been saying that what there are people I in the committee who can't do their work. I don't like trespassing. I remember me. I chop and eat chemistry. That's when right. You take me outside of chemistry. The next thing that takes my time is football. Yes. If you've watched me, whenever we are on a program, we are talking about basketball and those things. You are not interested. Thank you. I'm a gunman. So apart from football, I like boxing. Boxing. These are the sports I talk. I don't like trespassing. The lawyer, what technical question is he going to be asking? Uh, Maybe he's going to ask legal questions. Those are that is after, after you, we've dealt with the person. That, you see, but he's that, vice chairman of relax. the committee. That isn't even for the person you are interviewing. Interview. That is for the agent of the, of person, the person you are interviewing. You because the agent will go and negotiate the man's contract, how much he will take and all that. But when we are talking about brand of football, an established developer, that's what they are saying, isn't mm-hmm. it? Somebody who is who knows how to develop young talent. Who best develop the talent like? Currently, as we speak, can you make mention of any of our very good players over the years who didn't pass through the hand of Francis Otiakinti? So when Lepet came, Ketokreku first 10 days in the job, in the office, one of the, his legacy was to relieve Otiakinti of yeah. his post. First 10 days. Now, when Lepet came and he was, when they were, he was going to launch the DNA, then they called Otiakinti. To come and grace the occasion. He didn't come. I and was Uti there. told them, you think I'm somebody you can use and damn as when you want? If you want somebody to design a DNA for Ghana, Lepet and myself, who should be called? Lepet mm. should be coming to me, yeah. sitting down together and branding our DNA. So Uti turned the invitation down. He didn't go. He told me personally. <clears throat> And we've stayed knocking. You see, when somebody is arrogant, he doesn't know how to apologize. Yeah. If I was scared, I could. the professor Menta, who is in pardon, and then Minta, the chief professor, director of the ministry is also there. Oti introduced um, Professor Menta to Ghana football. 
I'm telling you, Oti, help professor. What this thing I'm saying is factual. Go and ask Mr. Nyantichi, the former president. But they say the football tactics and all the football, it has grown past Oti. Are they sure? That's what they are saying. He's not going to do the coaching. But I think... But I mean, Oti has a history to coach. Somebody who is still organizing calf coaching courses for calf as we speak. So you are saying they should have added, they should have had people like that. They should have not, they should have had people like that. Yeah, not necessarily OT, but people in that look, mold. Somebody, if you look at Ghana now. But so Pokin T is also in there. Oh no more. Oh no more. Oh no more. Is he going to ask the question in Chi or what? <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't do that. No, 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 no. Coach, 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 coach. Without no. due respect to no, the man. No, 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 no. Coach. Without due respect to you. Coach, coach. No, 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 no. See, you know what Emily just did? He pulled a Glock and said, bring your head. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Listen. Oti himself should not be perfect. You should be saying no. This one is question. What is wrong with asking the question in G? What is wrong with that? You see the criteria they've brought. Yes. They've completely gotten rid of all our possible tree speaking coaches. They've gotten rid of all the possible tree speaking coaches. They don't qualify. They don't qualify. That's not that's not true. They didn't add they didn't ask. They didn't ask No, they said they didn't the person should have 15 years of what? Coach, top level coaching. <laughs> Which tree speaking coach <laughs> can do that? Anna Walker. Uh, uh. <laughs> Anna Walker. He's your boss. Hello. Anna Ebo. Number five. Wait, wait. Anna Ebo. Let me read. Let me read the criteria and see if coach, <laughs> if, if coach <laughs> really qualifies. You must no, be. I don't qualify. Hold on. Proven winner in men's national team or club football. That's right. Which which current tree speaking coach can do that? <laughs> oh, what do you mean tree speaking? I don't understand it. All, no, our, I am, all see, our local what, what coaches. What do you mean by a proven winner? Somebody who's won title. Oh, okay. But but what does Nimli also mean by tree speaking coach? No, I see, want to we know are looking at the members of the committee mm-hmm. and those who don't qualify to be there. <laughs> No, are you all? Because if you look at that committee, five-member committee, look, on top oh, of my head, the only person I will say, okay, technical, maybe Professor Minta. Maybe, maybe, because he is a technical man. I respect him mm-hmm. for that. But this is a man who couldn't even direct Bernard Lepert to go and, 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 and look at the John Fair Commission report that Ben Kofi himself, the late coach Ade Otakentimas and myself did. For them to use that together with the five-year Ben Benkofi development plan to change the face of football. They it said the be. person, Nimili, they said the person must also have proven track record in team reconstruction. So the three people cannot go there. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so Kunti sits on the committee. But this is what they need from the coach, not the committee members. No, but these are the Guidelines. Yeah. They, you will be, be asking, asking the, the question. question, and you are saying that. Oh, is that not the hey, way we do but, these things? But can't uh, can't say, what reconstructed team be that? So all the three people are out. <laughs> if the man is coming from outside, <laughs> how you going to? How is the man going to understand? Oh, or you going there with the translator? No. You see, we are joking but already. But Opokinti speaks English. What is look, no, what is wrong with look, you? We are joking already. We are joking. With all due respect, look, I watched Opokunti when I was four years old playing football. 
very young man, senior brother. I covered him when he was called general manager. No more. And he was doing interviews in English fluently. Okay, so this man speaking. lives and works he, in Switzerland. He, he is not a technical man. Sports administrator. Yes, we don't need that. We don't need. See, maybe they have already failed, and I'm here to tell Kete if you are posting this, the post day star, let Kete Koko watch it. I'm here to tell him that the next cycle of failure has started by this committee that they formed. What about this? And they've gone ahead to give how many days? Twenty-one days. It is better they go and poach. No more. What about this criteria? I want to see if it also rules out our people. You must hold the highest football license oh in the world. Wa. Oh, you wa. <laughs> what? Oh, you wa. 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 The man sitting next to you, are you watching what he's doing? Yeah, no, but. Oh, you wa. I agree with him. What about, what about this? You must be a proven disciplinarian. Tactician. If Ketukriku tells you that put film on Bafo inside, can you resist? <laughs> <laughs> you can resist okay. that. Nimli, thank you. Let me so go to, you see, they yeah. should rather go and talk to the Frenchman, heavy the one Renard. coaching the women's national team. Yes, heavy Renard. And tell the man, you are a proven men's yes. national team winner. Yes. Forget about the women. Yes. We know you are saving camp. Yes. We are yes. Ghana. Take I want to see if they wrote men. No, uh, proving winner immense in the world. Let me tell you, yes, that's right. Uh, he's a proving winner meant to, right? Yes, proving yes, winner. Yes, yes. Okay. Or you now who got bruised then check ball? You know, they try. You know, this man actually has been doing research on heavy renal salary to see if we can afford. Uh, if we can give hundred thousand to people for no work done, you should be able to pay every winner. That's right. Are we comparing? How much is on four hundred thousand euros? No, but no pay annually. For annually, divided by twelve. So I think that works ah, out. Situation is the mathematician. One at a time, zoo quick, quick. Four at a time, by the way. Who's taking four at a time? Every night. It's not. It's not. The French people pay him four hundred thousand euros every year. So if you divide by twelve, how much is that? The money. Let's say four eight. Four to eight. So that's thirty four thousand. We can pay him more. We can pay him more. So we can poach him. That's right. With his white shirt, four hundred thousand euros. Masculine body. That's that's cool. No, See, for honestly, a women's team, that's very expensive. I don't but, yes. I, I don't but even what mind. that also means is that if we can probably double that or even 50k, or even we can we give can him 80,000. Yeah, yeah. See, I don't even picture. mind someone like Tom Seinfeld. Well, yeah, I mean, he they said they want someone with coach. He, he, he has, yeah, he is also very good. They yeah, said they want someone with proven track record of, of reconstructing, but, reconstructing but, and developing young has he won. He hasn't won anything yet. So you see, the, you see, the, the what, whole no, Zambia gave him here and he hasn't won. You see, the whole what are his principles? Yes. You see, the whole fits with important. us. Yeah, the whole. In fact, the criteria they've even given is even a, a very, very confusing. Very meaning, vague because and too generic. You, you, you don't necessarily need a coach who has won, won before. Ah, what had Pep Guardiola won way to go back to Barcelona job? I mean, he didn't have it right now. Zambia. He what, had Alusi say won before he took over Good point. Senegal. Good point. But you have to put together a framework that because if if the manager also comes, it's, this is the tricky thing. Since you get before you continue, okay. my last point, I won't talk about it. Yeah, no, I have. Look, what they should be telling us is that mm-hmm. henceforth, I get to Kriku will not interfere with the next Black Stars coach's job. It should be a, a whole statement on It should be a whole statement. The Black Stars under 23, <laughs> under 20, under 17. I wash my hands off. I, I wash my hands not, off. I, I will not my concentrate on matters of administration. Yes. And I'll leave the technical people 
to do their job. I shift my focus to building a technical center, center. reforming. If you're a player and you are not good enough, what the coaches will say is what I will say. Don't come to me. Don't come to me. That's right. That is the things he should be telling us. And leave that you should have won 15. How can you put 15 years of experience? Of experience. There are these rules that all our young coaches so. No, no, yeah. so, so let's, from let's, the like, kids yeah, to the everybody. It's, it's, it's almost like hey, so why you are your, your young coaches are not good enough no, for the black no, But it doesn't have to be Ghanaian. Somebody like, like if like a manager like Sound uh, says Rilani Makwena says please, please, please. This why even rules are completely out. He, he, this why even rules are Julian Nagelsmann. If we want yes, him today, yes. we can't get him. He it doesn't does. have 15 years. Pochettino has not had 15 years in management. Thomas Tuchel hasn't had 15 years in coaching. He hasn't. What is uh, this? Pep Guardiola hasn't had 15 years in coaching. What is this? Pep Guardiola will be, it will be, what, he came in 2009? Yeah, so 15. So exactly 15, yeah. So exactly 15. So, you know, so you are ruling out. What is this? Desebi can't code the Black Stars, you that's can. what you mean. Yes. Desebi can't <laughs> so, code the Black Stars. So the criteria they put hey, out there itself. Years. They want old men. And, 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 and you see, this is the thing. That's the problem. A lot of the mm -hmm. coaches who have had 15 years experience at the job are working in principles that are not conformed to the current trend Thank you of very football. Much. Yes, exactly. Thank you very it's much. It's not even conformed to how players are currently being developed. Trained. Exactly. Yeah. So you have a Chris Hilton who has a great track record, but won't thrive in this era. Thank you very much. Because exactly. his principles are uh, being okay. beaten, respect to by the modern by, era. And the modern era's tactics that they pick out, they are proving tactics of beating. So this tactics that we've seen on play, keepers playing from the back, defenders playing with the ball. High pressing. In the next... Win 15 years, Maybe there'll start. be another system that has beaten this system. Of course. Yeah. So the Chris Hilton system was once a very good one, which has now been beaten by the current trend. Exactly. If you bring a manager with 15 years experience, it wouldn't matter what that manager would have won, but what he used to do 15 years ago. He cannot use this now. He probably will fail. But you see, when you're demanding all of this from your next manager, the FA of Ghana, what do they have? To show to the manager that this is what we have. They don't have this it. is our project. So take over. You see? What, Great point. Great point. That is, the yeah, point. That is like going to a company to, to look for work. work and then all the company is interested in what you bring. You bring. But, but you, don't, you don't know what you stand to gain Absolutely. by working here. Because you can't tell the next code that you have a very good line of production of players from 17 to 20. You can't do that. You we can't tell have. the next code that this group of players, we know some of them will fade out, but we guarantee you that in our under 20, we have capable replacements. Mm -hmm. You, you, you yeah, can't do that. that. So when you've put all of these English together and shipped it out there that this is the criteria you're going to use in picking the coach, what is the system and the platform you are putting down for the next coach to, to be successful? Walk into, what is this, there's there's no, no framework. There's no framework for that. The other thing is the composition of the team, that very respectable men, people who have achieved in their respect. In their various ways, but they don't deserve they to respect be everything. But you see, being a political figure in the football administration ecosystem doesn't make you good enough to know who a good coach is. Mm -hmm. It doesn't. No. And that is why many times, owners of football clubs who run the business or even managers of country FAs who run the day-to-day -day activities are finding technical men to make these decisions. Of yep. course. And so they invest in these technical bodies so that they are looking at the business and the politics. You will not look, you will not, you know. Why you, has Radcliffe gone to Man City to bring somebody to come and run his football club? When Radcliffe has got the, his money, he's bought his chest. And he's a successful businessman. He yes. could have said, let me come and do Let me come because yes. I ran my business and I was doing well. But you see, there are things that it doesn't matter how rich you are. Ah, or it doesn't no, matter how powerful you are. You. you need experts. You and I'm saying that these people on this, 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 committee, this, this no. committee, 
Only about two of them have any idea whatsoever. I, mean, I what see only means, one. Uh, I see only one. Yes. Yes. Who knows what it means to bring in a coach for what we need? You see, the Ghana national team is not a team that that's what Daniel said. Just principles. any manager. Do your principle because match what our talent? No, because we can't answer that because we, we don't, don't have, have we don't have a stance on who we are as an We don't have an identity. We don't. So how then do we pick somebody to to maximize the quality we have to suit or to 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 align with the identity that we've got? And that is a problem. You see. The FA is extremely arrogant. And I have to say very, very arrogant. And the arrogance of the FA is not the whole FA. It comes from the president. And I'm not mincing words. You see, his posture is terrible. When he speaks, it's terrible. Mm -hmm. When Joe Addo said that we can't take a part-time oh, to, to, yes. to, to a World Cup. He went to a he dinner. He went to a dinner where legends of the game. After people who have done far and, more. And, and told him he was being too negative. People have done far more for Ghana football than he will ever do. Right? People who have played in the shirt. And sacrifice, were, blood and sweat. Than he will ever do in his whole life. He went there screaming at them. With his left them hand. To, and pointing, tell, to go and tell Joe at pointing to... And then and that's the left hand And when, when he went and they were... They when were he went to Congress and he had a script and went off script and started talking to congressmen like they were his house boys. He said, he said that, you, I have I have evidence on all of you. you the, of, those of you are scheming against me. Yes. If I if I use that evidence today, you'll be in trouble. That is a mark <laughs> of, a, of an arrogant, an arrogant man. man. And his arrogance is robbing of the entire organization, which for me is a problem because I know mm. some very fine gentlemen of in the course. organization who see, by see themselves... You. We may have to re rethink our assessments and the value we place on this so-called gentlemen because you cannot in good conscience before you continue yeah, tell please. me that you have seen something that is wrong but, you first, but there's something so important to you far more important than your personal integrity and values to the extent that you quietly support the things that you claim are foreign and an antithesis to everything that you're no, it, makes them it cannot be consistent it makes, it makes them culpable but i can see i can understand the human aspect of it there are many of them they leave that fa they're in a mess. And that's a fact. And come. They're in a mess. And that's... <laughs> I don't even want to go there. But the gentleman you're talking what, what, about, what, what, yeah, I don't belong to that group. Okay, that's my business. No, but no, yeah, there are some. We need to, we need to wrap but, up. But, yes, but I'm saying... Uh, I'm we saying have only that. five minutes left. Right. Oh, five. Uh, let's, 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 Daniel. Just do something. Short today. So, just to wrap up, what I'm saying is... We'll have more time on this matter There's no difference between what we've done now and what we did after the Comoros disaster. To bring Milo. So, let's not expect a different outcome. Stupidity is doing the same thing over and over yes, again. Yes, what's the difference? Somebody pointed out to me something different. different because when two years ago Comoros happened, what did we do to try and avoid another nothing. repeat? Nothing. The moment nothing. we sat with the next day, no, three what have we paused? Nah. What have we paused to reflect and do to make sure that in Morocco, Mozambique doesn't happen again? Look, we've not done anything. We are going back to Comoros. Charlie, just one minute, even thirty seconds. Mm -hmm. What is hurting me is the fact that. Even in our, in our foolishness, ah. God has still blessed us with a group of players who are young, who are talented. talented, who have the ability to take on Africa. And because of what we are doing, we are wasting we are a generation wasting of, of talent. talent. True. That's, that is what is breaking True. my heart. Players like Kudus Mohammed, Kamal Din, Fatah Ishahaku and Ku may never... Ibrahim may Osman. never reach their potential at international level because of the nonsense that we are doing yes, in this bad country. Bad decision makers. 
And that's what hits. Because you see, and I'll use Kudus as an example. For somebody with that talent, for somebody with his trajectory, what will put him on the same seat is the as the likes level. of Salah, Money, the drug best, the ethos, is combining a successful club career with, with a national successful national team career. It is not scoring two goals at a World Cup group stages at all. and scoring two goals at an AFCON group stages. It's not people and then going out of the competition. It's just playing with a group of play- players and getting to the very getting top. Getting to the very top. Getting to the latter stages. Football. Competing for the big trophies. That's what will put you there. And if we don't take care, we are going to waste this generation of talent and we'll sit back and say what if. So the people who are in charge should put their greed aside and start thinking about the fact that People have worked their so look at the under 17 female national team who have been banned because of their incompetence. Oh, yes. Till today, no apology. Nothing. And what it means is that those girls and are no going to have to wait. Nobody. They have to wait they for six years. They are going to have to wait. Two different generations. Two different, three different generations are going to suffer. What it means is that our national, the pool for our national team for women is now going to start from under 20 before it goes to the black queens. That is wickedness. But you still expect that the black queen should produce results so that you can come and flaunt it on your website. It's, it's just, it's, you see, this thing is not, it is pure wickedness. It is just wickedness. And that's what's breaking my heart. The the wicked, group of, they are just evil. The wickedness of the wicked weakens the weak. Lots of sense. Talk, talk, talk. The wickedness of the wicked weakens the weak. No, it even weakens the strongest. Thank you. Thank you. Good setting down for me. Yeah. No, the wickedness of the wicked weakens the weak. <laughs> it's okay. Let's go. On. It's okay. It's okay. Thank you. It's okay. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you. Uh, like I always say, make sure you you watch, share, subscribe to Betway YouTube channel. Uh, we're back again next week. This episode on Ghana football, it will keep going on and on and on and on. Uh, but today, I hope we gave you some nuggets. Actually, Uncle couldn't get to talk an awful lot. That guy talks a lot. But we'll be back with subsequent editions where Ghana football will feature very, very promptly. Until then, like, subscribe, share, and uh, comment, cheers. Comment, and comment. comment, and comment, and comment. Exactly, exactly. Malango Podcast. We're back again next week. So right now it's time for us to do the bracket. Okay, this is very popular in American sport. So now that we know the the knockout fixtures all the way, we know the path all the way to the final. Okay, we're going to do the bracket, and uh, you choose your winner for each knockout round all the way to the final. You tell me who will become champion. Let me start with Sichu on this one. Uh, on the left side of the draw, uh, let's pick. Your winner or the one to make it to the final, and then we'll leave him there or leave that team there, and then we'll go to the right side of the draw. Sounds good? Perfect. Okay. Nigeria, Cameroon. Nigeria. Uh, Angola, Namibia. Angola. Kivet, Mauritania. Cabo Verde. Uh, Morocco, South Africa. Morocco. Okay. So uh, Nigeria would now play against Angola in the quarterfinals. Yes, Nigeria. Ooh. 
Nigeria to beat Angola. Okay. Uh, you have Kevin against Morocco. Morocco. Quarterfinals, Morocco. Okay. Uh, interesting. So in that case, now we are in the semifinals and your semifinalists are Nigeria and Morocco. Morocco. Morocco to the final for you on yeah. the left side of the draw. On the right side of the draw, Mali, Burkina Faso. Burkina Faso. Uh, Senegal, Côte d'Ivoire. Côte d'Ivoire. Egypt, Congo. Egypt. Equatorial uh, Guinea and Guinea. Equatorial Guinea. Ah, uh, okay, good. So, um, you chose Mali, yeah? Burkina, no, Burkina Faso. Burkina. Sorry, Burkina Faso. So, you have Burkina Faso uh, in the quarterfinal, Burkina Faso versus Côte d'Ivoire. Côte d'Ivoire. Yes. Who wins? Côte d'Ivoire wins. Côte d'Ivoire wins. Côte d'Ivoire to the semifinals for you. Okay. And you have Egypt uh, versus Equatorial Guinea. Egypt wins. Egypt to the semifinals for you. And your semifinal is Egypt versus Côte d'Ivoire. Egypt to win. Egypt to the final to meet Morocco for you. Yes. And the winner would be? Egypt. Ah, damn. <laughs> I didn't see that coming. Yes. Egypt. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Egypt are champions for Sicho. Uh, Numo, yeah. You ready for your bracket? Perfect. Let's start with the left side of the draw. That's right. Nigeria, Cameroon. Cameroon. Angola, Mali. Angola. Eh, sorry, Angola, Namibia. Angola. Angola. Kevin, Mauritania. Kevin. Uh, Morocco, South Africa. Morocco. Okay. Your quarterfinal games are uh, Cameroon versus Angola. Angola. Angola to beat Cameroon. Yes. And go to the semifinals. Yes. Okay. Your other quarterfinal match is between Cape Verde and Morocco. Morocco. Okay. So your semifinalists are Morocco and Angola. Who makes the final? Morocco. Morocco to the final on the left side of the draw for you. Okay. The right side of the draw, Mali versus Burkina Faso. Burkina Faso. Burkina to the quarterfinals. Uh, Senegal, Côte d'Ivoire. Senegal. Senegal to the quarterfinals. Egypt and Congo. Congo. Egypt, uh, Congo. Congo for you. Okay, Congo to the quarterfinals. And Equatorial Guinea, Guinea. Equatorial Guinea. Equatorial Guinea, good. All right. So your quarterfinals are, uh, your quarterfinal games are Burkina Faso. Senegal. Versus Senegal. Senegal. Senegal to the semis. Your other quarterfinal is DR Congo versus Equatorial Guinea. DR Congo. DR Congo to the semi-final. So your semi-final match is Senegal versus DRC. Senegal final. Senegal versus Morocco in your final. I think. And who wins? Wow, close to call. But <laughs> I want Senegal to do a back-to-back. Okay, Senegal win for Coach Nimli. All right, interesting. Interesting bracket. Uh, are, you, are you ready for your bracket? Yeah. All right, let's start with the left side of the draw. Nigeria, Cameroon, who makes Cameroon. the quarters? Okay, Cameroon for you. Angola, Namibia. Angola. Kivet, uh, Mauritania. Kivet. And Morocco, South Africa. Morocco. Morocco, okay. Your quarterfinal matches are... Um, Cameroon. Cameroon versus Namibia, you said? No, it's Angola. Angola. Yeah. Oh, Cameroon versus Angola. Cameroon. So Cameroon to the semifinals, all right? Okay, and you also have Kivet versus Morocco? Morocco. Morocco to the semifinals. Semifinal one, Morocco versus Cameroon. 
<laughs> Cameroon. Cameroon to the final Ooh. on the left side. What about the right side? Who makes that final? The, we start from the round of 16. Mali versus Burkina. Mali. Mali to the quarterfinals. Uh, Cote d'Ivoire, Senegal. Senegal. Senegal to the quarterfinals. Um, you also have Egypt, Congo. Egypt. Egypt to the quarterfinals. Equatorial Guinea versus Guinea. Equatorial Guinea. Okay. Equatorial Guinea. All right. And for your, who makes the semifinal here? You have Equatorial Guinea against Egypt. Obviously Egypt. Huh? Obviously Egypt. Egypt? Yes. So obviously Egypt. Okay. <laughs> so Egypt are in the semis for you. Yeah. Who joins them? Senegal or Mali? Senegal. Senegal to the semis. And your semi-final two is Senegal versus Egypt. Senegal. Senegal to the final to meet Cameroon. Cameroon for you. And who wins? Senegal. Senegal to defend their title. Ooh. All right. Interesting bracket. Danny K, mm. you ready for your bracket? Sure. This is the Oracle. Let's go. So this one, I'll start from the right side of the draw. I'm coming. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. Your round of 16 will be contested between one, Mali versus Burkina. Who makes the quarters? Mali. Mali to the quarters. Senegal, Côte d'Ivoire? Senegal. Senegal to the quarters. Egypt, Congo? DRC. Congo to the quarters. Equatorial Guinea and Guinea? Equatorial Guinea. Equatorial Guinea to the quarters. Okay, for the semifinals, Equatorial Guinea versus DRC. Equatorial Guinea. Equatorial Guinea beats Congo Mm -hmm. A mix the semifinals. Mm -hmm. Interesting. And your other side, your other quarterfinal, Mali versus Cote d'Ivoire? No. No. Mali, Senegal. Mali, Mali, Senegal. I beg your pardon? Senegal. Senegal to the semis. And your semifinal one is between Senegal Senegal and Equatorial Guinea. Equatorial Guinea. Equatorial Guinea to the final. Yeah. Champion. I'm seeing something. (laughs) (laughs) Oracle. (laughs) So Equatorial Guinea in the final for Daniel on one side. Let's see who he puts against them or from the left side. Uh, from the runner 16, Nigeria, Cameroon. Nigeria. Nigeria, Super Eagles, Angola and Namibia. Angola. Angola. Uh, Cape Verde, Mauritania. Cape Verde. Cape Verde. And Morocco, South Africa. Morocco, just. Morocco, just. All right. Morocco, just. Okay, good. Let's look at your quarterfinal matches. You have Nigeria against Angola. Angola. Angola to beat Nigeria and get to the semifinals. Mm-hmm. Interesting one. Okay. Your other quarterfinal is between Kevet uh, and Morocco. Morocco. Kevet. Kevet to beat Morocco mm-hmm. and make the semifinals. Okay. And your semifinal is between Kevet and Angola. Kevet. Kevet to make the final yes. and meet Equatorial Guinea. Yes. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> and who wins? Kevet. Kevet, hey. African champions. Ah, bro. I love it. I love it. Do you guys want mine? Yes, 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 okay. yes. Wait. So wait. L- l- let me take you through it. Yes. Thank you, Sicho. Thank you for offering. Let me let me take you through it. So let's start from the oh. From the left side. From the left side. Yes. My right is the stronger one. I'm it's sorry? my stronger hand. I'm not, I'm not, le- not left hand. Cameroon, Nigeria. Cameroon, Nigeria. Cameroon to win for me. Cameroon to win for you. Yes. Angola. Angola, Namibia. Yeah. Angola, Namibia. Uh, Angola. 
and go like then Capo Verde, Mauritania. Ooh, Cape Verde. All right, then Morocco. Morocco. It's South Africa, I know. So your so your quarterfinal one is Nigeria and Angola. No, quarterfinal one is Morocco. Sorry, no. Cameroon. It's Cameroon and yes. Angola. And Angola, thank you. Who wins? Uh, that would be Cameroon. Cameroon. All yes. right, and then you've got Cabo Verde and Morocco. Yes, I will pick uh, Morocco. I think they get stronger as the tournament goes. So we've got then Morocco and Cameroon. Yeah. In the semi semifinals. Yes. Yes. And I think that Cameroon wins. Cameroon gets to the final then. Cameroon are so in the get final to the for other me. side of the draw. Yes. Uh, Malu will play against Burkina Faso. <sighs> I think Burkina wins. Okay. I just don't trust Mali. I don't know what's going on with them. Senegal and the host Cote d'Ivoire. Senegal. Senegal for you, Egypt and DRC. <laughs> Egypt. All right. And Equatorial Guinea and Guinea. Equatorial Guinea. I think that's probably the most straightforward one. Right. Okay. Now we're looking at now Burkina Faso and Senegal for you. Yes. Quarterfinal one. Senegal wins. Senegal in the semis. In the semis. We've seen Egypt now and Equatorial Guinea. Equatorial Guinea beats Egypt. And so then on to Senegal and Equatorial Guinea beats Egypt. Yeah. So then on to Equatorial Guinea and Senegal for semifinal two. Yes. Which is? Uh, The winner will be Senegal. Senegal for you. So into the final then. Senegal and Cameroon. Senegal and Cameroon. Who wins it? Cameroon. Ah. Cameroon are African champions. Cameroon are fifty-two African ah, champions. We'll yeah. See how that goes. So guys, that was that. I don't know about you. You can make your own bracket. We'll post a bracket under, and then you tell us who you think will make the final. Uh, you never know. Anyway, thanks and cheers. Just one thing I know: mm-hmm. Onana is not lifting the Afcon. <laughs> By that time, he would have been sacked. By that time, he would have been sacked. Anyway, thank you very much, guys, for watching that particular segment. All right, cool. 